Welcome, I'm Debbie Gerber. On with South Africa. I love South Africa. I loved going on the safaris and seeing the animals. And we've done a couple of shows featuring some of the animals. We were able to see the Big Five, which was amazing. We were in the Kruger Park area. We stayed at the Portia Hotel. It was fabulous. That hotel, they had just renovated some of the rooms. It was, they were just gorgeous. The tile work in the bathrooms was fabulous. They, they were really nice and large rooms. Um, they served great food. Anyway, we liked the Portia Hotel. We also really liked the area. It was very pretty. It's an area called Hazy View, which is in the Mpumalanga area. And we stayed out there because we went into the Kruger Park through the Numbi Gate. So that area is really nice. And we were able to see all the big five in Kruger Park. So I would recommend Kruger Park because I thought it was fabulous. And we were able to see the things that we went to see. As well as having really nice hotel conditions and good food. I mean, what more do you want out of a vacation, right? So the area that we stayed in, like I said, it was called Hazy View. Hazy View had its name because of the haziness of the area. And it did look hazy most of the time we were there. But the views were gorgeous. And I especially not only liked the animals, but I really gained an appreciation for the people. The people of South Africa make a real effort day to day in their living. And you could still see the happy faces and they were so kind and they were so friendly to us that I really appreciated them for all that they go through to help us when we come on our vacation. We noticed the uh, houses. The houses were different as well as in other areas of Africa. You had the really poor homes that were barely standing up based on like metal and wood structure put together. And then you had homes that were had the brick on the outside and that were quite nice. Some of the houses were stucco with tile roofs. So there was just a varying degree of, of what the different houses looked like. We also noticed that most of them had the little water containers that sat above them or on the roof. And so that's kind of how their water was. It sits up on the roof and then comes down. The water flow is by gravity. A really interesting experience as we went through these towns, the main roads really do all have, um, are the most main roads that we went on were paved. Uh, some of the town roads, though, were just gravel and dirt. As we went along, it was fun to just notice the people. You had people that were out making a living from selling fruits and vegetables, and they would have these stands on the side of the road. Some of them even made made it decorative by where they put the fruits and vegetables on display. And so they really did try and, you know, they were out there trying to sell their fruits and vegetables. Of course, we weren't allowed, as we were on a bus tour, to stop and have any. But it was fun to, to notice the commerce and, you know, how the people were entrepreneurial and trying to make some money that way. The other thing that really caught my attention were the children. Uh, you know, we, we see schools here where we live and some have uniforms and some don't, but everywhere that we went, 
I saw kids in uniforms for school. And so they had their school uniform and you could tell, you know, what kind of grade area they were in by the type of uniform or color of uniform they wore because it changed depending on the age group. And they were all walking and walking a great distance. I'm not sure where the school was. We didn't see the school, but we, and we didn't see where buses would stop, but you'd see this long string of children for like miles. And I would assume that they walked a long distance to get to and from wherever they caught their buses to the school. They had their little backpacks on, and so they obviously had some kind of supplies that they carried to the school. I would have liked to have gone to a school. I try to do that in most countries, but like I said, it was a bus tour, so bus tours have their advantages and they have their disadvantages. You know, the advantage of a bus tour is that it's all done for you, you're taken care of, they know where you're going, you know, so the safety is probably greater, your chance of getting lost or having problems is less, uh, you know, knowing the type of accommodations you're going to be will be fairly standard to that tour company, you know, you've got someone to ask questions for and help you and someone to drive you. So. Bus tours are a really great way to go to a country or area that you are unfamiliar with or that you are not comfortable in doing on your own. Also, the other another thing with a bus tour is that the price a lot of times is less than what you can go and do it for yourself because they buy it in bulk and they have all those contracts. So you might want to check that out before you go on your own, the advantages and the disadvantages to see which way you would rather travel. When we go to areas that we really don't know and we're really not comfortable with and we can get a great deal, we'll take a bus tour, which we did this time. And, and instead of like worrying about where we were going and, you know, where to turn and are we lost, that kind of thing, and driving ourselves in another country, it was really nice to be able to just look out the window to take pictures and to just pay attention to the scenery and what was around us rather than worrying about how we were getting somewhere or where we were going. So back to the kids. Another one of the things I really noticed about the kids was that they really didn't have anywhere to play. Their playgrounds were very limited. We did see one that was like tires and things and, you know, built like a playground uh, area. But again, dirt and a very small amount of those things. Mostly, they played soccer, um, which I think they call football, uh, in the dirt. Or they were playing games in the dirt or chasing each other and that kind of thing. Just back to the regular, they weren't, you know, on their iPads because they don't have them. And so it was really interesting to see, but they were all happy. You know, they were as happy as any kid we see here. And sometimes I wonder if not more because they are constantly making up their own entertainment and doing things with their friends rather than being on their own and, you know, unhappy about what they don't have. So anyway, I, I was, it was interesting to see the people. This area is also a huge farming area and one of the main crops that they have are bananas. So as we drove, we drove by fields and fields of bananas. Now, one of the things I never realized about bananas is I've heard them called banana palms and banana trees. 
And I would have assumed that those were correct. It's actually when I looked up about bananas, because I was really curious, because all the trees of bananas had these bags on them. And I didn't know what for, and our little tour guide couldn't tell us. And so I came home and looked that up. Actually, a banana plant is an herb. And I would have never thought that, but I looked it up, and that's what it said. In fact, I'm going to double check, because that just sounds really weird. But I just read about it, so I'll be back. Yep, I'm back with you. It is true. A banana tree is actually an herb. That is the classification that it's in. There's just a funny fact for you, because I was shocked, and maybe you already knew it, but I didn't. So here is these banana trees. So as we're going by these banana trees, they all have these bags on them, either blue or white. And I couldn't figure out what the bags were for. And so I looked it up. And the bags, they put the bags, they're an open-ended bag on both ends. And then they put it over the bananas when they've grown the bananas. And they tie the top of it so that the bananas are protected from diseases, from insects, from birds, from anything that might touch it, including, which was really interesting, one of the reasons they have bags on is because bananas shouldn't be in direct sun. Who knew? So banana trees have, they, commercial growers use these bags to cover the bananas so that it keeps them nice and pretty and, and uh, free from diseases and insects to keep them nice for when they sell them. So if you go by ever and you see banana trees with the bags, now you will know what the bags do for the bananas. But it was fun to see fields and fields of bananas. I'd like to stop and have had one. I just love, here is a picture of, of some pictures of moms carrying their babies with them. You know, they have a lot of things to carry with them because they can't just put them in the car. They have them and they use these um, pieces of cloth and they wrap them around them and, and it holds the baby against their back so it's kind of like one of those backpacks being homemade. So that's how they carry their kids around with other ones following them. It just it just was so heartwarming to see how they took care of their children and how much they love their children like we love our children. Another thing was that we saw a lot of animals out. Now I'd have been a little scared if I'd have been kids walking along or even me walking along and here's a bull standing out by the road. I don't think I'd have been very comfortable with that. But there was goats out eating on the edges of the roads. And there were cattle. And there was just animals loose walking around as well as fence. A lot of the homes didn't have running water. You would see people carrying big things of water on their head or in, in bottles uh, back to their houses. We even saw one area where they were gathering water and putting water in big barrels and then people would come and pick them up from them and so that was another thing that someone was doing was providing a water service even though some of the houses didn't have running water or were in a rather poor circumstance most of them still had some kind of electricity the electricity in the way it was run kind of would have scared you because, you know, some of those lines were just running all over the place and above and low enough to be touched. And, you know, some of them didn't look real safe. But it was really interesting that the houses, that they did have electricity in most of the houses that we saw one way or another. There were a few that didn't, but most did.
Thanks for joining me. This Chi-Chi had to join us, at least for the ending. She's always sitting here and listening and watching me and waiting for attention. She just can hardly wait till Mom's done with the show. Ah. Yep, we have our animals. I love the African animals, but I have my little pets at home that I love. This is Chi-Chi and Debbie saying, have a great vacation. And I hope that you learn the cultures and about the people, the agriculture, and the culture of all the areas that you travel to. Don't just go there. Learn a little bit about the things that you see if they can't tell you about them or you don't know about them. Because travel is educational and it's fabulous. I loved Africa. We're going to do some more Africa and do some more animals in the upcoming shows. You can join us at www.boomerandseniortravel.tv for more travel information, tips and information that will make your travel easier and more fun. Join us again for our next show. Hachi, say hi everybody. Yep, I know. She didn't really need to be in the video, but today I wanted to let her. Come see us at Boomer and Senior Travel today.